Hey guys, my name is Nora Franch and welcome to the podcast, Grateful Blessed Mess, daily reflections for those in the 12 steps. I am a fellow 12-stepper and certified mindset coach, and I am here to introduce you to the value of mindset coaching in your 12-step journey. So if you feel like you are stuck in the steps, if you're slipping and sliding with your abstinence, mindset coaching may help you as it did me, and you can find me at catholicmindsetcoaching.com. These episodes are meant to invite you in to consider the truths of 12-step wisdom and to join in the very real struggle of living them in action. I hope that it feels almost like a mini meeting, and I invite you to contribute your own share on the Grateful Blessedness Facebook group to keep the discussion going. My comments are based on my own experience, so feel free to take what you like and leave the rest. But my hope is to encourage you on your own daily 12-step journey. As they say, you cannot stay clean on yesterday's shower. So without further ado, let's begin. Hey, you guys. Reading today from A Day at a Time, January 17th. I have been told over and over that I must constantly work to give up my old ideas. That's easy for you to say, I've sometimes thought. All my life I've been programmed, computer style. Specific inputs put forth predictable responses. My mind still tends to react as a computer reacts, but I am learning to destroy the old tapes and literally reprogram myself. Am I fully willing to abandon my old ideas? Am I being fearless and thorough on a daily basis? Today I pray, help me to take inventory each day of my stock of new healthy thoughts, throwing out the old ones as I happen upon them without regret or nostalgia. For I have outgrown those old ideas, which are as scuffed and run over as an old pair of shoes. Now in the light, I can see that they are filled with holes. Today I will remember the program reprograms. I love that. Um, right off the bat, my mind goes in a thousand directions as I read through these things, and I wish I could just like do a little bubble commentary off of each thing, but I think that would be really distracting. So here I go now, back through it and trying to pick out the pieces I wanted to comment on. So this thing about, you know, our stinking thinking, have you ever heard of that as as the like the reason for our disease that lies in my stinking thinking <laughs> or that my mind is not a, a place to go? Um, it's like a dark alley. You don't go down there by yourself. Um, and and I, I can relate to all of that. Um, but now you know, they talk about it like an old computer and, and our minds basically are like computers in a way, not that they're (laughs) programmed and someone is programming them, but they learn, they have a memory. And if you've made a connection, neurons that fire together, wire together, if you've made a connection with certain things, those connections grow and they grow with strength. And the more you use them, the stronger they go, the deeper that furrow, that wrinkle in your brain is. I don't know if that's what actually wrinkles our brain, but um, that's how I think of it. Um, you know, it, it's so it's it's something that where we are the programmer. We have to realize that we are the programmer of our mind, and it's a good news, bad news sort of situation because that means we are the ones who have created these connections that lead to addictive behaviors, you know, these, these thought patterns that are not helpful, but it also means that we can be the ones to eradicate those and to create new ones. 
And so that is incredibly empowering. And so it's helpful to know that on the first side, you know, yes, it is my doing that has created these. And we just want to stay there long enough to acknowledge it and then move on to, but yes, I am also the one who can fix it and who can create it with, you know, the help of my higher power, with the help of the program and my sponsor. But, but ultimately, yes, we are powerless over our disease. We are not powerless over our thinking. Although often it feels that way, I'm here to tell you that you're not. You know, it's um, a skill that we have to relearn. And so the the other part of this that is just so incredible now, being a mindset coach, I just, I can't not say, I can't not comment <laughs> on this, that um, that it's just this, I must constantly work to give up my old ideas. And what I do as a mindset coach is to help people just bring those ideas to light that they don't even realize they're operating from, or they don't even realize they believe, or they don't even realize they're acting from this, you know, basic foundation of a belief, a thought, a connection of some sort that then ultimately produces their behavior. It's funny because it takes a heck of a lot of self-awareness to get to the point where we can identify these. And, you know, it it's your recovery that also will be, it will benefit, it will move forward in this way, like a thought at a time with whatever thought you can put your finger on and challenge and decide whether or not you want to keep it, whether or not it's helping you in your recovery journey and decide to discard it or to transition from it in some way or, or, or maybe it's okay. You know, maybe it's just true. Um, but we have to be fearless and thorough. And that I think is why we can be in the 12 steps for the rest of our lives because to be fearless and thorough, it will take the rest of your life to be as thorough as it takes to stay in recovery because our minds are constant. They're constantly going. They're constantly thinking, making new connections, making resurfacing old connections, changing the way we interpret things. It's just, yeah, yeah, I hate to be that person who quotes something they've heard a lot, but (laughs) we apparently have 60 to 70,000 thoughts a day. So I can't keep up with that. (laughs) You know, most of them I'm unaware of. Um, and, And that's why it's so helpful to have someone on the outside to be looking at your mind and looking at your thoughts. Because for me, that is what finally locked into, um, or broke into, I feel like this little safe of my disease had like a lockbox inside my mind that I couldn't get into. I just didn't have the key. And it was someone outside of me who was able to finally start to pry open that box so I could get rid of these lies that are getting fed to me. And sometimes I'm able to find them on my own. And sometimes it's just a random realization listening to a podcast or to someone give their share. You know, it, it happens in all sorts of ways and places. Uh, my own personal experience was you know, specifically through coaching. But I just want you to know that that your mind is amazing and incredibly complex. 
And it is possible. It is possible. <laughs> it's possible to reprogram to reprogram our thinking, to reprogram our mind. To be rigorous and thorough is like the battle call of the 12 steps. And it can be done. It can be done. So a day at a time, a thought at a time, keep doing the work. It works when you work it. With that, I pass. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you feel that mindset coaching could help you on your 12-step journey, please feel free to reach out and find me at catholicmindsetcoaching.com. But more than that, it's important to me to give listeners like yourself a place where you do not need to feel alone on your 12-step journey. And for that reason, I've created a Facebook group. It's called Grateful Blessed Mess. And it's a place where listeners can go to add their own commentary on the share for the day in addition to my own. And for us just to have a conversation or start a back and forth where people can find support in their 12-step journey. This is not a replacement for 12-step work. This is something outside of the 12 steps. It is simply something that has a heart for the 12 steps and those who are in it. And so welcome. If you are here, chances are you may also be a bit of a mess. And I hope that you can learn to find some gratitude in the blessings that have come from your messes.